I think we all want to play our best golf. It's what we're after. It's what we desire. So how best to do that is the topic of today's show. On this Feel Good Friday. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf. Happy to have you here. Always, just it's a great honor to have people listening to the show. It really is. Today is different. Today is different for me. I don't know why it's different for me. Normally, I come in on a Friday and we'll go over how everybody played and I, I may do another show for that, maybe later. But right now, I, I don't. Right now, I'm feeling differently. Right now, I, I I've been thinking about a lot about golf and why we play golf and what's the point of golf and and why where does this passion that I have for golf come from? And I've thought about it before. I, I've really kind of gotten away from that as I've started to do this podcast and kind of got caught up into the you know, creating a show, what do you do, you know, what topic for the show, what can you do that's interesting, what can you do, you know, with the data and technology and all that kind of stuff. And those are all amazing, important things when it comes to golf. And I have such a passion for all of it. I have such a passion for the ability that we have now to rapidly learn how to become better golfers. That's a certain level, but there's a deeper level when it comes to golf and when it comes for, for those of us that just, that just, Oh, just love golf so much. You know, why is that? What's the point? You know, is it, is it really just to put a ball in a hole, you know, running around a green, beautiful park, chasing this ball and swinging shiny objects to try to, what is it? What's doing this? And I had the following sort of epiphany and I've had it before in phases, but it kind of clarified for me today, this morning. And the reason I love golf the way I do is because it is almost a perfect microcosm for the whole of life. It really is a way for us to learn so much about ourselves and how we approach life without us actually knowing that's what's going on, right? And that's kind of, that's sort of the best way to figure out life is going through slices of life. And living through them and preparing ourselves for the bigger, real, serious stuff that's coming. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit today. So there is, and I've talked about it a lot, you can play conscious golf and subconscious golf. And conscious golf sucks and subconscious golf is great. And I'm going to break that down a little bit more. I'm, I'm religious, so I believe that um, we're all children of God, that we have a body that's been uh, loaned to us from God, and that that body contains what is really us, which is our spirit. That's the eternal part of us. And so there's this, there's this joint, uh, there's this joining of a body and a spirit that makes a soul. So that's the all of us. That's the two parts becoming one is our soul. So I, I believe that we play our best golf soulfully with our soul right? The body definitely has to do the physical parts of it because it is a physical game. But in order for us to perform optimally in that physical space, our spirit needs to be running the show. Um, And that's what I'll call, for those that aren't religious or whatever, we're just going to call it conscious and subconscious. Okay. So 
The subconscious is the thing that helps us breathe without thinking about it, that helps us walk without thinking about it, helps us uh, take off and run, fight or flight without thinking about it. It's the stuff that's just sort of innately us. So, so all of that. So subconscious and, and conscious golf. And, and playing from the soul, which is the soul then would be the blending of the subconscious and the conscious together, right? Um, our subconscious running the show and our conscious physical side just following along. That's the best golf. So the cool thing about golf then is when we are playing in a conscious manner and, and just completely reacting to what's going on around us, we don't play very well. But when we are kind of relaxing and allowing who we really are to sort of express itself and create new shots, then we play really, really well. Another cool thing about golf and why I love golf and why I'm so passionate about golf is because I can get to know a person on a golf course so much more deeply than I could really any other way other than sitting down and having them be really open to me. So, for example, I mean, if you go out on a golf course, what can you learn about a person? You can learn if they're honest. Do they use the old foot wedge every once in a while? Do they drop mulligans here and there? You can see if, they're, if they follow rules, right? You, you can see if they even care about rules. You can see how they can control their temper. You can see if they're foul-mouthed or not. And we've, I've had a podcast previously on why cursing on the golf course is absolutely horrible for your performance. And it's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. Puts you into fight or flight, cortisone, all that. Not good. Cursing on the golf course, not good for you, whether you think it's funny or fun or not. It just doesn't work. Physically, it doesn't work well. Okay, so we can learn that. Are they foul-mouthed? Can they control their temper, right? Can they carry on a conversation? Can they relax and take a deep breath? Do Do they recognize the beauty that's around them? Can they take that all in? What kind of person are they? Do they appreciate the small things, right? Do they appreciate the the, the level of the fairway and the step-ups to the rush, I mean, to the, I just lost my train of thought completely, to the rough. Wow. Where did that go? I'm just not in the rough very much, I guess. Lost the word. So, eh, so all of that. I mean, can they be, do they root for people, right? Are they supportive or do they hope that everything, do they hope that you hit a really bad shot next if you're in competition? I mean, you can learn so much about a person on the golf course. Uh, I love that. Right? And I surround myself with people I enjoy playing golf with. And, and that's probably another reason why I've, I've sort of stepped back and gotten out of, of competitive golf is because there sometimes you can get put... It's, it doesn't happen all the time. I've been in tournaments where it's really been a, a wonderful foursome of people that I don't really know. And you get to know them through the course. I mean, after a four-hour round of golf under severe pressure, it's almost like you have some kind of a kinship when you're done, right? They watched my struggles. I watched theirs. We try to, to deal with us. We're being encouraging. Some guys are encouraging. Some guys aren't. But when you're in a group where you're all strangers and everybody's pulling for one another and you're all in it together and there's enough room for everybody to succeed... Those are really great experiences. Unfortunately, and I don't know if this has just been changing recently, but I've been getting in some groups where the other guys are like hoping that you hit a bad shot. And you can feel it. Now that kind of fires up your competitive spirit. Maybe you play better that way, but it just seems like I don't get it. If golf is such a wonderful place, and I mean that, a place. Golf is a place where you can go and, and learn and create and change and grow 
then why wouldn't you want to do it with people around you that feel a similar way? Right. So that's sort of the, the whole beauty of golf. Golf literally gives us the ability to, to face disappointment and deal with it, to learn a new skill, to try to figure out, okay, how can I be, how can I be here? Right? How can I be in the moment? Because when we play in the moment and we're not thinking about uh, OB right and, and water left and all the trouble, when we're not freaking out about how hard the wind is blowing into our face, when we can deal with all those challenges and take a deep breath and relax and perform anyway, we have taught ourselves a great lesson for life. So golf, I guess that's the point, that, that golf is an opportunity for us to prepare ourselves, if we're doing it right, to prepare ourselves for the challenges of life. Are we going to follow the rules, whether we think they're important or not? Are we going to encourage and cheer for one another, right? Whether it's our children, our employees, our business associates, our family members, are we going to cheer for them? Are we going to help them? Are we going to look for their ball? I mean, that's always an interesting thing when somebody hits a, a lost ball. It's always interesting. Who are the guys that come look? And who are the ones that just go to their own ball and sit there and wait for you to, to either find it or give up? I, I want to be surrounded with the people that are going to come help me look for my ball. And I want to be the kind of person that instantly goes and helps another person look for their ball. I want to be the person that is so engaged and so present that I can tell them which leaf their ball went under as it went into the crap. And I want to play with people that are that way too. Because those are the people that you can depend on off the golf course. No question. Um, I, I can't think of a better way to figure out if you want to hire somebody than to take them out and play 18 holes with them. See what kind of person they are. I think I can get more information out of that than I can sitting in a room and talking to them for an hour. Right? You get them in a room like that, they're, they're thinking that they're going to put their best foot forward, all of that kind of stuff. But in the moment when they hit a bad golf shot, who are they? And that's who they're going to be when crap hits the fan back in the office. When they miss a five-footer, who are they? What do they do? Because that's the person, that's how they're going to react when they make a mistake in the office. So I just, golf is such an amazing game that way. I don't know of any other sport uh, that makes that possible. Because a, a golf swing lasts, lasts two seconds, we really can't control it consciously. We have to be able to allow our subconscious, we have to consciously get out of the way and allow our subconscious to express itself by utilizing the physical side of us. And that's where we play the most wonderful golf. That's where it's the most enjoyable. That's where we're present. That's when we are experiencing our golf swing instead of trying to control our golf swing, right? In your follow through, after you hit a shot, do you sit there and think, oh, I didn't do this? Or do you think, oh, that happened? Those are two very different things. They change who we are. Once we can get to a place where we are experiencing, that's where good golf happens. That's where learning happens when we are in the moment. So anyway, I just, I don't know why, but I woke up this morning thinking about what, why am I sitting around doing a podcast every day that's on this, that, and the other thing? What's driving this? 
I mean, it's not easy coming up with different topics and sitting here talking out loud to a, a, a dumb mic with this round fuzzy thing in front of it because I'm talking to myself. But what causes that? What fuels it? Why in the world? I, I can't imagine putting yourself out there for anything else. I don't know anything else that I'm that passionate about where I'd sit here and, and talk about a topic this much for this long. And so I started to analyze it. What is it about golf? Where does this, where does this drive come from? Where does this passion come from? Yes, it's about getting better. Yes, it's about um, performance. Yes, it's about um, friendships and all that. But it's this opportunity to become more than I am right now that makes golf as awesome as it is. That's where the passion's driven from. I know through playing golf, I can, I can become a better person, not just a better golfer, a better person, a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better son. I can just be better if I uh, implement and pay attention and experience golf because of all the things that golf puts on me in every single round, all the stuff that I have to deal with. It gives me the opportunity to practice life in a four-hour period in a game in the most beautiful arena on earth. It's awesome. Anyway, that's it for now. Where does your passion for golf come from? What drives you? Is it just a game? And if it is just a game, is it possible it could be more than that? And I would suggest absolutely. Okay, thanks for listening. I appreciate it so much. Better data always means better golf and passion doesn't hurt either. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.